0: Hello, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane. Welcome back. I know it's been a while, but um, we will be talking about something that I should have been talking about for a while since it does correlate to one of the subjects that I talk about a lot, pedophilia. And um, yeah, so we will be talking about the sexualization of kids in movies and shows. So... Stay tuned. So, we are going to be talking about the sexualization of children, and one thing that probably comes to mind right now is cuties. And yes, we will be talking about that, but I will say you should not be surprised about this movie. You should not be surprised that this movie has been aired on Netflix because we have Big Mouth, we have Toddlers and Tiaras, Dance Moms, and a whole lot of other shows that should have been protested. But we watched it, didn't we? I'm not justifying the pedophilic agenda behind these shows and these movies. I'm saying Most of you have probably watched Toddlers and T.R.s. Most of you probably have watched Dance Moms. Most of you have actually watched Big Mouth. Most of you have probably watched Cuties. Now, I like I'm saying, I'm not justifying pedophilia, but this is something that has been happening for a very long time. And for us to recognize it when Cuties comes out is pretty late. Because Big Mouth has been on the air for a very long time. Even before that, Dance Moms. Even before that, Toddlers and Tiaras. There are so many shows and so many movies that you can say sexualizes children. Shirley Temple was actually sexualized when she was a child, when she was um, doing her thing, acting as a child. There is a movie about her... Wanting to marry an adult man and she was about maybe what six that's pretty, you know effed up But back then you could say oh well that was just something that was cute. No, they they knew what they were doing when they wrote it They're trying to normalize pedophilia through the eras All right So First show that I'm going to be talking about is Big Mouth, because for one, before I even knew what Big Mouth was, I did start watching it, and I was like, what the heck is this? And I stopped watching it, of course, but I I remember some things that I wish I did not, but, um... So, Big Mouth is a show that follows the pubescent lives of Nick Birch, Andrew Globerman, and their peers that navigate through puberty. So, basically, this is a coming-of-age story, as uh, the director of Cuties would say. Um, no excuse. Uh, There's monster sidekicks to help guide them through the puberty challenges of life, and... This show is geared to adults. This is an adult cartoon. Why would an adult want to see kids going through a very confusing time and a very difficult time when their voice is changing, when they're having their period, and when they're having um, sudden erections in their sleep? Like, why would adults want to watch that? Usually, when I think of an adult cartoon, it's adults watching adults, animated adults doing stupid things. It's one of the reasons why it's enjoyable, because you can laugh at an adult doing something stupid. And, hey, that's funny, but when you have a cartoon with full of children characters, mind you, geared to adults, that is directed to a certain kind of audience, which we already know is the P word. Pedophile! So, puberty is bad enough for girls and boys of 12 and up. It doesn't need to be sexualized on screen. The ad for this Uh, When it came out, it was plastered all over um, Netflix a few years ago. I want to say around 2018. Um, I used to watch Netflix all the time. I still kind of do. But I remember seeing the ad, like the top banner being advertised. And um, I just saw like this furry monster, like looking at this child boy like, crazily. Now the ad is the red-headed girl-female character looking at her own vagina who has a face. Like, okay. But anyway. The ad for this has a child's erection in it. Okay, this was way back in the day when it started coming out. Why would a an animator... So, you have to think about this. Cartoons... That are hyperly sexualized, like, um, like big mouth. Honestly, someone actually had to sit down and draw each frame by hand, and they're okay with that. Why are you okay? Why are animators okay drawing a 12-year-old re- erection? For, you know, money. I, I don't understand that. That's disgusting. Um, yeah, but you have to realize animators have to sit down and draw the idea of the creator. So, I, I want you to sit down and think about that. That's something that, I mean, I like to draw. I don't draw explicit things like that. I don't do that. Any person who loves their craft and love their art will draw something meaningful to them. Now I understand that animators they actually have to follow the rules of the, the producer and the writers and, and the people who are trying to, you know, brainstorm certain things. I understand that you have a job. But why would anyone want to agree to draw a child direction? That's nasty. Children talk about it because it's been plastered everywhere to feed into their curiosity. So, when your child, let's face it, for one, I know that there's a kid section on Netflix. You know your kid ain't going to be on that all the time unless you're actually monitoring what they do and what they watch, which is great. But you know that kids have a budding curiosity. They will want to watch adult things. I'm not saying that to justify anything that Big Mouth is doing. Absolutely not. But let's face it: kids are curious. They're going to want to watch what mommy watches, and you know, watch what dad watches, and stuff like that. So we all know that kids aren't always going to be watching things that are age-appropriate for them. So when they stumble upon Big Mouth, they're like, Oh, okay, this is a cool, you know, cartoon. I've never seen this before. What's this about? Oh, holy crap, it's a talking vagina and a hormone monster. Okay. Um, I'm going to be talking about some instances that I've seen uh, in the episodes that I have watched. Like I said, I don't justify anything. I don't watch this regularly. I never... Like, I stopped watching it the moment, like, it was, like, blatant to me that this is disgusting. And I I couldn't stomach it anymore because there were girls talking to their own vaginas, trying to get to know their own sexuality and their own body. It, but that's what I'm going to be talking about, like, some things that I've seen on this show that really stood out to me and was like, this is, this is not okay. This is wrong. So one female character lays in bed and talks to her hormone monster about getting in, getting to know her vagina since she's never masturbated before. So she lifts the covers and there drawn is a vagina of a 12 year old girl to be seen. Okay. With a face, talking to her. Okay, it's it's bad enough that you're drawing a 12-year-old vagina. But you have to put a face to it to make it seem innocent. Another character loves to jack himself off. By cutting a hole in his favorite pillow. And getting a baggie of soup. Stuffing it into the hole and simulate a vagina pretending to have sex with it. I don't know at all what uh, pubescent boys do. I'm sure that they do some crazy stuff because, of course, it's it's their, their body. They're going to be having some strange urges. Puberty has been... Like, puberty is not a fun thing to go through. So I have no idea if kids boys their age do this? I I don't know. Um, I refuse to know because that's just weird. But actually animating this and coming up with this? What the hell is wrong with you? And somebody actually had to draw this. And they're okay with drawing it. They're okay with animating it. They're okay having a paycheck where they they work at a place that sexualizes children, that wants to introduce a world of sex to children. You're not, the, the creators of Big Mouth, you're not actually pandering to adults. You're not just pandering to pedophiles. You're actually trying to groom children, okay? I know. No animator, no creator, no writer, no director or producer in their right mind would make something this explicit and this disgusting, okay, for money or for recognition. I don't know what the hell is wrong with you, but I hope to God that your show gets canceled very soon. Now, the next one is Dance Moms. Now, I used to watch this just because I loved dance. I loved that, you know, I always wanted to be in dance class when I was a kid, but I mean, I never, my family couldn't really afford it. So I always wanted to do something with dance when I was a child. So when I watched Dance Moms and seeing these kids grow in their um art of dance. It was really interesting to me. But now that I see now that I've kind of grown up and I've I see it now, I'm like, you're putting these kids in traumatic experiences. All because these moms want to be catty. They they want to argue with Abby Lee. They they want to have their kids glorified on a pedestal and show them off like a trophy. So this is something that I like to call trophy children. Moms who have not, who have never had a childhood that they have, that they wanted push their dream onto their kids. Okay. This is what Happens not only in Dance Moms, but in Toddlers and Tiaras, and in all these other shows that are geared towards, you know, reality shows and children. So, we have Maddie Ziegler, we have Mackenzie Ziegler, we have um, Jojo Siwa, and Kendall Kay, and, uh, what's the other girl's name? Nia. We have Nia. We have the main characters that... Or the main people. They're not characters. They're actually real people. It's a reality show. But um, even then, you know, reality shows are acted a bit as well. But you can tell that these children, that these girls, have been traumatized so badly that even when Maddie Ziegler actually like breaks her hip. I think she hurts her leg, she hurts her hip while she's doing a backflip. She has a panic attack. She's not worried about her injuring herself. She's worried about what Abby Lee is going to think because she messed up. I don't have any respect for Abby Lee Miller. I don't I don't have any respect for any of the Candy Apple uh, dance team like leaders. I don't know her name, Cindy. I don't know her name. It's been a while since I've watched it. I don't have any respect for any of them. I don't. Because dancing should be fun. Dancing should be something that your child can just rush into the studio and just want to learn. Abby Lee doesn't even dance. Abby Lee doesn't even dance. I don't know if she's danced like when she was younger, when she was in shape, but she doesn't dance. She's inherited this from her mother. Her mother unfortunately died. Um, I'm I'm not going to disrespect anybody who's, you know, died or anything like that, but also, Abby Lee, you know, she's been put in a wheelchair and all, all of that. I'm not going to be talking about that. But I am going to be talking about her behavior overall in this. She's called Chloe Lukasic a snake. Uh, she's called many of the kids' names. She's called the mother's names. And it is very, it's a very unclassy setting for a child to be in especially not only that they are also scantily clad in um booty shorts and really high um waisted like tops i want to say almost like sports bra like length and all of that and of course you gotta have it in mind that there's probably a pedophile watching this that actually likes to watch girls dance pretending that they're little strippers, or or something like that. I'm not saying that that is the main idea of dance moms, but I don't like the very whole idea of children being sexualized by their clothing that they wear um, in dance. I understand that um, certain costumes, when they dance, they have to be a certain um, material and certain length for them to be aerodynamic in order for them to move better, but you can do that without showing a midriff and showing a, you know, an inner thigh or showing in the outline of their, you know, genitalia. That's just common sense. You shouldn't be doing that. But, um, I honestly, I used to love this show just because I love to see how the process was. Like I said, I wanted to be in dance class when I was a kid. So I wanted to see the process of how it was. So Abby Lee screaming at the kids was normal to me because I've never actually been in a real dance studio that teaches kids how to dance. So I defended this show and boy was I mistaken because There are so many of the kids now that are grown up. And, I mean, I'm proud of Maddie Ziegler and her sister and and all of the um, kids that were originally there that are now either singers, actors, um, professional dancers, or models, or whatever. I'm absolutely proud of them. But the thing is, is that there are a lot of those girls that... don't want to be talking to, you know, Abby Lee Miller. Maddie Ziegler is one of them. Because she probably has realized that she was manipulated and abused to the point where she has been perfected as a dancer. So there are certain ways to go about sculpting a real professional dancer. Maddie Ziegler, okay, yeah, she probably was the prize dancer, of Abby Lee, but the thing is, is that she also did get bullied a little bit as well, even when she was a younger, like a tyke, like a small girl. She was yelled at many times. She was afraid. She did go into panic attacks. So this, this is not necessarily about the sexualization of children. This is the abuse, verbal, physical, psychological, and mental, emotional abuse of children, and it's being spat out there on screen for us to watch. Now, you can say, yes, it's reality TV. It's supposed to make you feel a certain way. It's supposed to make you angry. It's supposed to make you sad. It's supposed to make you feel a certain way that they want you to feel. I get it, but you can do that without abusing a child. You can do that without abusing a child, and Abby Lee Miller is a manipulative abuser and I hope that she understands that and if this is all acting well you guys are really good actors but I highly doubt it I highly doubt it so that is my take on Dance Moms The next one is toddlers and tiaras. I have refused to watch this at all. If I've ever seen it, I was flipping through channels and I've seen these kids in ridiculous costumes. About maybe what? They start as early as two years old. These children, these girls, sometimes even boys. I'm, I'm not. I don't. I'm not a big pageant person. I've never been in pageants. I'll never let my kid go into pageants either just because we ain't doing that. I'm not that type of mom. They're not going to be that type of kid. But what I've seen is that they're basically making these children up to look like adults. Putting on makeup, getting their hair done, and just putting on a whole heap of responsibility on two-year-old to six-year-old children and you better believe that there is probably a pedophile in that audience watching trying to get their nuts off i mean it that's not it should be clear to see that that is something that pedophiles do but anyway because we have the case of john benet ramsey who was upsettingly Murdered. She was raped and she was murdered. Um, We all know that. We don't know who the killer was. We don't know who the person who assaulted her was. Um, I know that there was like a... um, There was an article somewhere uh, earlier this year that said that there was a certain man that uh, was caught that was the killer. I'm not sure if that's true. I never actually read the article because I'm not interested in tabloid news. I'm not interested in stuff like that. But we all know that John and Ramsey. she was a pageant girl. She was almost, like, pretty much famous in her hometown. She was loved by her parents, loved by the public. She was very, um exposed to fame very you know early in her life and then one day she just dies they, she's kidnapped she's found in the basement I I believe she's found in the basement dead um, no one knows who her attacker is no one knows who raped her and assaulted her and killed her but um, I don't I don't believe that for a second. I feel like that was an inside job. I'm not sure what for, but that is my take on it. But we all know by the story of John Benet Ramsey that being a pageant girl is very dangerous. It should be a thing. Like ch- women who have children that are in mothers who are in the pageantry with their children, you know, You're just projecting your life upon them. I've seen um, a YouTube video react um, of this woman who was a mother to a two-year-old girl and she spent, I cannot talk. She spent so much money on her child so she can be a pageant girl she has tiaras and fluffy dresses and everything. This girl's two. All she wants to do is teeth on a teething ring. And and you want to glorify her as like this holy grail of a child that is beautiful and, and needs to be looked at. What is the point of a pageantry besides getting the prize money? What is the whole point of it? I mean, think about it. Pageants beauty pageants, pageants, like any pageant that has a kid in it. Why are you doing that to your child? Your child probably wants to do something else, probably wants to go outside and play, but you won't let them go outside and get dirty because you're projecting their life, your life upon them and they're suffering because of it. What kind of mother are you? Okay. Now, I remember that there was a new segment about this one child that was dressed up like pretty woman like she had um, this dress on and she had like I want to say this yellow wig (sighs) because um the mom thought it would be cute to dress her daughter up like a whore um what the hell is wrong with you what I don't know what goes through a mother's mind when it comes to I want my child to look like pretty woman forget about her being you know a slut not a slut that's actually a really good movie but the thing is is that she was a prostitute Julia Roberts was a prostitute in this movie why would you want to dress your child up as a prostitute I don't understand that That is not okay. That's terrible. I feel like there's a lot of mothers, like pageant mothers, like I said, they project their needs because they've been robbed of a childhood. Maybe they were too poor to be in a pageant. Maybe they couldn't afford the dresses in a pageant. Anything. But you should never project your love for these things onto your child thinking that that is the thing that they should be doing to please you. That is going to mess them up, for one. That's going to make them question their identity and who they are. And any mom who does that needs to go into freaking therapy. I'm done. Toddlers and tiaras should be canceled as well. Because any... Child that is going to be made up to look like an adult. Any child that should that that is dressed up scantily clad, or or even like you know the frou frou way that they dress them up—very fluffy, very big ball gowns and big tiaras and big hair and all that stuff—you dress them up like Barbies. Is that making your child happy, or is it making you happy? And most importantly, the one that you should actually be asking as well, is it pleasing the pedophiles in the audience? Yes, it is. Get your child off the stage. You don't belong there. Rogue Radio will be right back after this message. Thanks. You can honestly say that every show and every movie that you've probably watched has sexualized a child at some point or have, has made a subliminal message, or a crude joke about children, or teens, or newborns, or whatever. That is the society now. Uh, anything is a joke, and sometimes we get extremely offended by it as well. <laughs> but we have creators like the creative Rick and Morty who um, put in a pedophilic scene where Morty was about to be Raped by Mr. Jellybean, and um, we also have him. We also have a video of him raping a newborn child. Like it was fake, it was staged, it was a skit. But you get the point. Like, why would he want to do that? Not only that, I feel like Rick and Morty is. Um, I've I loved Rick and Morty when it came out. It was so funny, it was so great, it was something that uh, was very blunt, it told the truth, it, it, it was very um, interesting to watch, it was fun. I like sci-fi, uh, so having an adult cartoon that was sci-fi-ish was really great, I loved it. But I realized that every scene, like every season, got worse and worse. It just got more explicit and and more disgusting. And by the time I finished season four, I just didn't want to watch anymore. And then I find out that um, the creator made this video of him humping a newborn baby. Like, why? I mean, it was a fake baby. Like I said, it was fake. But why would you even have the audacity to, to do something like that? What was the joke? What was the joke behind that? Not only that, we have Disenchantment, who where um, the first episode is an adult cartoon, but the first episode is a princess being possessed by a demon. We have um, Craig of the Creek, which I loved. There was such a sense of nostalgia in it that I loved, that I really loved watching it. It was great, but then I found out that there was a... Um, an episode that was kind of geared towards witchcraft and um, I refuse to watch it now because it it kind of it hurts actually it hurts me personally when I find a cartoon that I like even if it's a child's cartoon and it has an element of witchcraft or pedophilia in it and I just refuse to watch it because I don't want to invite anything in my head or in my house that would mess me up as a person and mess me up as a, in in my mind but this is something that happens. This is the kids show and they have kids playing with Ouija boards and playing with tarot cards and all of that stuff but that's a whole different story. We're talking about sexualization of children um, I'm, I think that there's a new Nickelodeon show and there's just boys staring at another boy. Like, I'm not against the LGBT. If you want to be gay, be gay. If you want to be bisexual, bisexual, be lesbian, be lesbian. But for a writer to talk about, or to actually, um, show that these are boys looking at another boy sexually, I feel like that's the parent's job to talk about sexuality and talking about that. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't have any hate for anybody in the LGBT community. But I feel like putting that on the screen, when a child doesn't know what certain sexualities are, that confuses who they are. And, the, I mean, whether they're gay, straight, bisexual, transgender, that doesn't matter to me. I'm saying children are easily impressionable so I feel like it there's certain things that there are um, that are on the screen that kids see that should be talked about by their parents should be talked to with their parents and not be shown on screen that's all I'm saying but um, yeah, so there's some very explicit things on Disney shows and um, Nickelodeon shows and it's not okay to me. Anyway, I don't I don't like the fact that um, there are so many shows out there that sexualize children, that introduce witchcraft to um, children, that Introduce a lot of things that should not be introduced into their lives at a certain time. Because I feel like, especially since back in the day, I went to a rally called Battle Cry, and I remember hearing Ron Lu say this What happens when a child gives the TV a present and not their parents? Of course that would never really happen in real life, but the thing is, is he was talking about an analogy. He was talking about a scenario. There are so many children that are parented by the computer screen, the phone screen, the TV screen, because the parents are either too busy or care too less about their children, that they don't care what they watch. I used to have a friend that would just let her 16-month-old child watch Family Guy. Like, how is that even appropriate? That's not appropriate for her age. There are certain things that should be introduced into children's lives, yes. But the TV should never introduce it too early. I believe that a child should, yes, be prepared for certain things in life, but at a certain time. I would never want my child to have sex until they're of age 18. I would never want my child to be introduced to porn ever. I would never want my child to go through anything peer pressure wise that is something that is not of them as a person, in in their own personality, but when it comes to puberty and kids coming of age, of course that's something that that is, I wouldn't say it's a touchy subject because it should be a very fine, it should not even be a very fine line, it should be a very thick distinctive line. You don't introduce certain things to children because they're easily impressionable, and that is what a lot of of TV companies, and movie companies, and directors, and producers, and animators are doing to parent your own children. This is something that happens. This is something that has been happening for a very long time. Pedophilia has been slowly introduced. It started with Shirley Temple. It probably started way back before her. It started with Shirley Temple wanting to marry a 60, not 60-year-old man, like a 40-year-old man when she's six years old in a movie. How is that okay? Back in the day, it was probably cute. But nowadays, we look at it and it's like, what was she made to do? Did she even want to make that movie? I mean, I've, I mean, with the biography of, like, Shirley Temple, that's something that you'd have to look up yourself because she has gone through a lot. But my point is, is that children are getting more and more sexualized. And yes, there are more and more kids that want to have sex because they see it on the TV and they think that it's normal. It's not normal for a 12 year old girl wanting to have sex with a 40 year old man. That's pedophilia. That's grooming. It's not okay for a child to see something and think that that is their sexuality when they are not of age enough to figure that out themselves. There are so many subliminal messages on TV now and on Netflix, on Hulu, on many other platforms with a screen that jumble up the identity of a child. And that's all I'm gonna say. Even even toxic parenting, even if a parent is um, being very abusive and manipulative to a child, that's even making them question their identity. Like, am I a really bad person because my mom says so? No. Am I a really bad person because my dad hits me? No, you're not. That's what I'm trying to say. That is exactly what the TV is doing to your children. So when I say that parents need to monitor what their kids are watching, I'm saying it in earnest, and I'm saying it with authority. There are things that your kids have been watching have been going through on the internet without your approval and you need to nip it in the butt or the parents are going to pay for it. So if you have been living under a rock lately, um, good for you because I get to tell you what, what's going on in the world. Sorry if uh, I ruin your day, but I mean, my my day is not ruined, but it's kind of, it's made me upset that I have to talk about this. But I do it for you guys. I, I do it because I'm passionate about stopping stuff like this, but it does get to me emotionally when, it, when it's just like constantly happening, it just upsets me so much. But Cuties is a movie that has just come out on Netflix, and Netflix has adamantly been advertising it, has been backing it up, has been saying that this is a good movie and blah 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 blah. Um, it is a French movie, and Cuties is a brand new movie on Netflix about an 11-year-old girl in a very religious Muslim home. Apparently it's been called a coming-of-age story, but I beg to differ, honestly, because of the scenes that I'm about to tell you about later on. So many people are in an uproar because it has exploited children in so many ways. In the film, the main character sees a dance team and joins them and teaches them how to twerk. Okay, so we all know that twerking, of course, is, you know, popping your booty out and bending over, popping your booty out and stuff like that. I would not let my child dance that way. That That is not okay. Um... Yeah, but there is a scene where she's teaching them and they're touching each other. They're touching each other's behinds. They're slapping each other's behinds. They're touching each other. There's, there's, uh, it's making me sick just talking about, they're touching themselves. So the director thought that this was okay to, to, you know, make a movie out of. Um, Maimona Decor, if I at all mispronounced your name, I'm not going to try again. Sorry. She's the director of the film and justifies making the movie saying that it's feminist. She's also stated that the reason why she made the movie was to show when children are taught adult dancing or behavior, etc., they don't know what they're doing. She said that she wanted to show how wrong it was by portraying it. Well, Maimona, I don't even know how to pronounce your name, but whatever. Um, you could have done that without actually exploiting children. And that's exactly what you've done. And you defending it is probably the sickest thing that I've ever heard. I'm tired, excuse me. But, yes, no, she could have talked about the exploitation of children and how it should not be done without actually exploiting children and possibly scarring them for life because maybe when they're of age and they see what they've done, they're probably going to be ashamed of themselves and of the director who decided to lure them into acting. Okay, not only that what the hell were the parents thinking when I know there were a lot of parents that decided to sign waivers Because there were 600 children 10 to 11 years old. Okay Where adult men watched them audition by twerking Okay Parents who did this who justified that this was gonna be a good movie. What the hell is wrong with you? There should be a fine line when it comes to protecting your children, especially during auditions. Because I know that in show business, that if a child is underage, they have to come with a parent during an audition when for an acting audition. So when a child is in the audition room, the, the parent should also be there. Or at least near close by and for the parents to think that this is okay for their children to act that is disgusting to me what kind of parent are you but okay netflix has defended the movie and many people have vowed to cancel their subscription to netflix um yes do it because this is nasty Honestly, um, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I don't know why people are surprised that Netflix has done this. Like I said, we have Big Mouth and we have Toddlers and Tiaras and Dance Moms on Hulu and Netflix, but we still watch it. We still think that that's okay and we're going to be up in an uproar with Cuties But like I said, I'm not justifying anything. I am just merely pointing out something. This has been a thing even before Cuties has come out. And for people to realize it now, what the hell were you doing when Big Mouth came out? Or Toddlers in Tiaras? Like, are you that surprised that Cuties came out? And no, I'm not justifying anything. I am saying that a lot of people are blind to other things. When it comes to shows and movies. But, um... Yeah. But what I'm... There have been certain scenes that I have seen, like on YouTube, when people have been talking about it. Because when I research something, sometimes the YouTuber will put in a scene... For somebody to get the idea, for the viewers to get the idea of what they're talking about. So, um, there is a scene where, um, I guess they're at the dancing competition and they're receiving text from, like, explicit texts from the security guards. And the security guards are fondling the girls and, yeah, and licking their lips like, dude... Why would you put your child in that situation? Why would you want your child to act that out in that situation? But uh, another one is uh, the main character, the African-American girl. I don't know her name. Um, Like I said, I did not watch this. This is just a terrible excuse for pedophiles to watch something that Um, was made by a woman actually that's that's interesting for a woman to make a movie that attracts pedophiles is pretty pretty awful because you you would you would think that a man like a disgusting man like there there are women pedophiles out there I get it but it's so rare to see a woman pedophile because a lot of women are mothers but that doesn't mean that they're not abusing their child sexually or mentally, physically, any other way. But I am saying it is very hard to, to find a woman pedophile. And I'm not calling Mayoma, Maymauna or whatever her name is, a pedophile. But I am saying she's justifying pedophilia, which is just as bad. And, um, yeah... But there is another scene where this girl finds a condom, the main character finds a condom, either- I don't remember if it was like on the ground, I don't think it was. I think it was a new one that she found and she blows it up and puts it in her mouth, you know, trying to goof off, like, oh look, it's a balloon, look at this, it's a funny shape and whatever. And it's basically kind of portraying the naivety, or even if that's a word, how naive children are to sexually explicit things, because they don't, they've never been introduced to it, they shouldn't be introduced to it until they are of age, and, um, the girls get really frightened that, um, their friend put this in, in their mouth, saying that, you know, you're gonna get an STD, so we gotta wash your mouth out with soap, so they wash her mouth out with soap, And uh, that is all to portray the naiveness of children and, and how little they know about sex. And, um, yeah. What's another one? I'm trying to think. There was another scene that I had seen. Or maybe that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of people who are also defending this story, saying that it's a beautiful story, that it's beautifully written, that it is a coming-of-age story to where these kids are almost pubescent and they they need to learn about sex and learn about their bodies and stuff like that. I I beg to differ. I feel like the, the television should not teach children. I think the parents should teach children. And nowadays, yeah, we have some pretty awful parents, but that does not give anybody the excuse to start parenting through a TV screen. If you want to talk about puberty, talk about it in a professional way where you're not exploiting children in scantily clad shorts and tank tops and them touching each other. You can talk about serious topics without involving children and endangering their own lives and endangering their own values and morals and who they are as a child, not as a person, as a child. So Maimona, Maimona, Decor, I, even though I have not seen it, I refuse to see it. Because I've seen scenes of it, and I'm very displeased. If I was able to give your movie a review, I'd give it like a negative 55. Definitely. This is not something that children should see. Especially since this is a um, show, this is a movie that is directed towards adults, so are you saying that there is a majority of adults that want to see children twerk and have camera shots aimed at their genitalia and at their boobs? I don't know about you, but we call that a pedophile. And a sex offender. And a child rapist. And you're catering to that, Maimona. Good job. Dumbass.